Beautiful people, welcome to 321 No Kidding Podcast. I am extra bonus grateful to be here with you today. It's a pretty exciting day for me, even though I'm currently in lockdown, as the rest of the state of New York is, and other parts of the world and country. At least I have the opportunity to be here and and still kind of chat with you and Hopefully, you're taking advantage of the free time and getting to listen to more podcasts. Not just mine, but some of the awesome ones that are out there, and there's so many. So the reason today is very special to me is because it's my three years away from a bet date. So I have so much gratitude and so many thoughts running through my head about this and where I was three years ago, as as Facebook reminded me for the week leading up to this, as as you may have heard, I was on a, a let loose cruise right before I went into treatment. And that's what was happening three years ago. I was on a cruise with my mom and Paul. And wow, I, I don't like talking about numbers, so I won't, but I lost a shit ton of money and I don't know that I was sober for more than an hour or two of the whole week. So it's really pretty fascinating and amazing that I'm sitting here with a clear mind and heart and body to be able to celebrate my anniversary today with you. So thank you for being here and listening. We are doing the best we can in this in this current situation. We're about to have a group meeting on Zoom at the center. I really, really have been missing my people during this. We're we're so connected and even though we check in every day, you know, virtually on our app and and privately, you know, text, whatever, we, we try to do a really good job of staying connected. I found that even for me yesterday, it's getting harder. You know, it, it, if I choose to let this situation bother me, I can see very easily how it would be so easy to, well, we can't run to the casino right now, but there are options to still gamble even from our homes, not promoting that by any means, but when, where there's a will, there's a way for an addict. So I'm I'm doing the best I can and I don't have any urges. I've had thoughts about and it's funny because well, it's really not funny. It just seems that everybody in every arena is talking about running to the liquor store. All the normal people, you know, and there's my air quotes. But all the normal people are, are going to the liquor store to stock up. And somebody told me yesterday it's esen- it was one of the essential businesses. And I get it. I, I guess if I was still drinking, I would probably have a house full and, and be with the, with the majority. 
And it's a lot to cope with, the uncertainty of it all and missing the people in our lives. So there's a lot of variables, and and I completely understand. And I'm not saying this from a place of judgment. I'm just finding that, well, I think yesterday was hard for a couple reasons. Uh, My uncle was having some serious surgery, and thankfully he came out of that okay. Uh, You know, a traditional long road to recovery on that. But the end result sounds very positive, and, and things are looking up. But also, I'm in a lot of recovery groups and rooms online, and so many people out there are just struggling, whether they're on day one or a thousand or ten thousand. It's it's a lot to deal with, and I could understand for the first time yesterday the fear. Yesterday, I found out that both of the people I know that have been infected both ended up at the hospital. One was released and the other one is still there. And one of them is from my recovery community. And it just really made it hit home a little more. So I don't want to spend today focusing on the negative. My goal is to kind of share my enthusiasm about what three years away from a bet has done. And hopefully just getting us resetting our attitudes if possible if we are in that slump or that that negativity place that is so easy to find right now. Part of my recovery routine, shall I say, is to read from the One Day at a Time blue book that GA has. And today's reading I thought was was perfect for my my anniversary. So I'm going to read it to you. I really hate reading to you guys as far as it just, I just don't like how it sounds. I like talking naturally. But anyway, here goes. Reflection for the day. The Gamblers Anonymous program teaches us that we have an incurable illness. We always get worse, never better. But we're fortunate in that our incurable illness can be arrested one day at a time, as long as we don't place that first bet. High-toned academic research and ivory tower studies to the contrary, we know from experience that we can no more control our gambling than we can control the ocean tides. Do I have any doubt that I am powerless over gambling? Today I pray. May I never fall prey to any short-term research results that tell me that compulsive gambling can be cured, that it would be safe to begin gambling again, supposedly in a responsible manner. My experience and the experience of others in GA will outshout such theories. May I know that if I took up gambling again, I would never begin where I left off. Closer than ever, I would begin where I left off. Closer than ever to prison, insanity, or death. Today I will remember, be wary of new theories. So I think that speaks to what the folks who aren't compulsive gamblers may think or what book smarts may say. And if you're listening and you're a compulsive gambler, you know, as the book says, anybody that is a compulsive gambler can kind of see the difference in that. And I can't gamble normally. And I was lucky enough to and I I shouldn't probably use lucky, and this is going to sound a little backwards, but having my relapse 
of 2016, after over two years of clean time, showed me that you do not start at the beginning. When I went back, I didn't go back to nickel-dime poker. I didn't go back to $5 bingo. I went back to show the casinos that I can I could get it back with their free play. And from day one of stepping into that building, it went from the one time to a month later losing, you know, a few weeks paychecks in a very, just so quickly in one day, you know. Um, and like I said, 2016 was kind of a blur. So I've really been given the gift of 3-21-2017 to reset with the knowledge that it absolutely is progressive and it doesn't go away and you don't start at the beginning. The good news is, though, that if you can stop making bets one day at a time, those one day at a times eventually add up and for me have offered so much clarity and perspective and gratitude, so much gratitude. For me, my whole life has shifted and I'm 40, 45. And the way that I've been looking at my life, especially the last few weeks since since the death of Bob and the closure that that had given me and, and the perspective that it's given me, I feel like all those chapters now have closed in the sense of how I would proceed with a bat, with drinking, with, with resentment, with relationships, whatever. I feel like all of that is, is now in the past. I'm grateful that it all happened, but now I can move forward and I feel like I'm on Bobby 2.0 or, or, you know, the next 45 years. I feel like I'm really at that, that halfway point, like half of life is over and now the next half begins and my dreams surrounding that and, and how I want to help the gambling community and the folks out there that are still battling this every day that are, are fighting the fight of, of the urges and the thoughts and those moments where it just seems like it would be so much easier to sit at a numbing slot machine with no idea or concept of what that money that we're inserting means or those tickets like those casinos are brilliant, right? Those tickets, you have a piece of paper with a dollar amount on it. It doesn't feel like you're losing your paycheck. It doesn't feel like you're losing your spouse. It doesn't look like you're losing your family or any of the things that it represents when you're, when you're just in that place. So being in a place where I'm not dealing with those pieces of paper or the thoughts that kept my addiction churning is the biggest part of what I have to be grateful for. I'm going to share with you my perspective on this whole situation right now. And I, I need to preface it with I'm not discounting the severity of what's going on. And I'm not discounting all the people who are so sick right now or dying or not working. There, there's so much 
aftermath that this is causing and and it's it's scary and it's sad and I know that I have it reminds me it reminds me how much I have to be grateful for so please know what I'm about to say it's not going to sound very politically correct because I haven't mastered that yet so it's just going to be honest and real and it has to go with my fundamental beliefs on how I practice my recovery so one of the things that I'm pretty passionate about is meditating and the path that I'm on with the universe and how I interpret my relationship with the universe now it's it's led me to believe or maybe this is just perspective, right? The whole, you can look at the glass half full or half empty. But as they were ramping up, I'm working from home right now. And because I'm in the food industry, even though I play with flowers, our organization is deemed essential. So they were responsible and they sent us home to work. And I could look at this one of two ways. I could be... Boo-hoo, you know, I have no interaction with people. I don't have my comfortable desk and the easy printer and, you know, lots of little quirks about what makes being in the building positive. Or I can look at it like I'm home. Technically, I don't even need to take a shower in the morning or get out of my sweatpants. I mean, I will, but... All that time that I'm going to gain from not not having hallway talk or not, my commute really isn't that long. So just the process of getting ready and prepared, like packing a lunch, whatever. All these little free minutes, I'm going to call them, are now adding up to where I can work on things that are important to 321 No for example. I can see the other side of, you know, the isolation and, and I'm pretty busy, like really busy. Like every single day of the week has a commitment, you know, two days a week are group, two days a week are Zumba. There's, I keep myself very busy and very routine. And that's the other thing that's scary for a gambler is a gambler or a person in recovery is when you get off of your routine, it's real easy to struggle. I found myself even just uh, recovering from the surgery or going on the trip to Asia or anytime I travel, it becomes a little bit harder to get back in my routine and, you know, sleep's altered, meals are altered. Things that help me stay the course in my recovery are altered. So I'm just kind of given both sides of, of the spectrum here. So Back to my meditation and my relationship with the universe. I feel like the coronavirus has been a gift for me so that I can catch up on my classwork and and I'm doing, you know, a ton of online training so that I can understand how to progress with life and with my dreams. So it's given me an opportunity to take these free minutes of not driving to the building or not having hallway chatter or not packing my lunch, whatever that is, and putting it towards good stuff. The other thing is I can look at it as, because I'm, I'm still, even though the money isn't going in the slot machine, I still spend 
more than I should on not important things. So I can look at it as I'm saving money by being home. I'm not out to the restaurants, any anything like that. You know, no, not spending as much on gas because I'm not going to meetings or whatever. So the cool thing, and it's actually, this is why I know to be grateful for about the opportunity is so many people are out there and showing that they can change and navigate the circumstances. So there's virtual Zumba classes now. There's already been virtual GA, but like I said, we're going to have our meeting in a little bit here, and we've never done a Zoom meeting in, in our group environment, but people are starting to embrace change and do things different for survival. And I believe and hope that I'm right, but I I truly believe that so much good is going to come out of this on the other side. I actually feel, even though it's not in person, I feel more connected to people right now because everybody's working on connection and everybody can't be busy, busy, busy. You know, they can spend time with themselves. And although there's both sides of it where someone who's sitting alone with their thoughts could be an issue for us. I think that the majority of folks are are reaching out. I'm seeing people on on lives and in groups and, and people are making the effort. And there's folks I'm interacting with that I might not have seen for a couple of years or, you know, and, and we're treasuring the fact that, first of all, we could communicate through technology, but then also knowing on the other side of this, like, I think that people are going to stick to their plans. I think that, I hope that everybody learns that it's it's okay to slow down. We don't have to go, 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 go. So those are kind of my, my thoughts about the situation and why I'm kind of maybe more excited than most. I'm also so truly, truly blessed, you know, to have a – to have a job that isn't being impacted by this is is not something that I should take for granted or anybody else that's, you know, in this arena. I I can't even imagine and I feel for the people that are out of work and may have limited resources or folks with children from school, you know, the the schools are home now and and what do you do and how do you prepare for that? And these kids who, how is their long-term education going to be impacted? I think there's solutions for all this. And I think they'll be creative. And I, I really just do believe as a population, we're going to come out better than we were before. And we can do that by controlling our own attitude. So, so back to yesterday where I was kind of starting to feel that funk I can honestly say that after three years of, of really putting in the work, whether I wanted to or not, and trust me, there were days I didn't want to. You know, we, we joke a lot of times in the rooms about the day you don't want to go to a meeting is the day you need to be there. And then you walk out feeling like you should have been there and, and grateful that you, you went. Same thing with like an exercise class, right? Like, oh, I don't want to get up at five o'clock in the morning to go to the gym. But you walk out at six o'clock feeling uh, the 
the adrenaline and the and the sense of accomplishment and your body feels good because you've worked it. So I was able to reset my thinking yesterday and it, I, I won't say that it was easy and I had to really think about it. I knew I had the tools to do it and I was able to go, okay, I can control my attitude on this and my perspective on this. And and again, just, just like going to that meeting or that exercise, I had told my friend, no, I don't want to go for a walk. I canceled the walk. But then half an hour later, I was like, you know what? No, I need to go on the walk. So I got out there, got some fresh air. It rained on us. That's okay. <laughs> and I was able to download with her some of the the fears and and the things I was thinking about yesterday, which talking helps, right? You're you're helping me heal every time I get to record an episode and and share my thoughts with you. You're providing therapy for me and I I I can't take that for granted and I need to just continue to appreciate that I have that avenue and resource. The other thought I have is what would this look like if I was still gambling when this was going on? We learn in the, at the center, and I guess this goes back to the opposite of the reading with the science, but there are professionals that believe, and I believe this, that there are physiological and physical issues with gambling, and there's true withdrawal. So if I was still gambling the way I was three years ago, my body would be going through like a detox right now. And I know that people are out there going through that right now. And all I can say is it gets better. It, it so gets better. One moment at a time, one, one day at a time, one hour at a time. I read someone on Facebook he has, I think, he just celebrated 60 days away from a bet. And even though his life wasn't perfect, he was showing his progress, you know, with his family, with his job. And it was only two months. And even though he was still broke, he was broke because he paid his bills and was moving forward. And it happens. It happens literally one month at a time paying your bills one year at a time, you know, my gambling debt's not all gone yet. However, it's not as big as it would be if I was gambling the last three years, you know. So there's there's definitely progress to be made if, if we start moving in that direction. I have two final thoughts before I share what I think is a perfect quote for the circumstances. The first is... Just be kind, be kind to, to everyone in this, you know, there's definitely people out there that are are struggling in ways that we can't comprehend. And although we should do this every day, just, just make an extra special attempt. Now, everybody's stressed, everybody's scared. Just try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and, and try to live through love and kindness and some of the beautiful things that businesses are doing and people are doing for other people. Let's just pass it on the best we can. And then the other thing, 
because it's my podcast and I can do whatever I want to do, I want to give a shout out. You know, 321 is very special to me because it's my clean date and now it's all over everything. So it's part of my accountability piece. And by everything, I mean even a tattoo on my body. So uh, I look in the mirror every day to remind myself of this date. Anyway, the other really cool thing about this date is that some fabulous, fabulous people were born. And I traditionally don't do that, but I need to give a shout out. Um, I have a, a great friend. I've mentioned him as someone who's been honest about feedback. Uh, today's his birthday. So happy birthday, Frank. One of the lovely ladies from Zumba who she's a beautiful, beautiful lady who is one of those people who just shares love and kindness all the time. And she just lights up a room. Her name is Pam. And I want to wish a happy birthday to her. And even to Odessa. Odessa is someone I just met online in the last few weeks from these classes. Beautiful lady from Connecticut. Just just another like soul sister. So happy birthday to them. Oh, and Bob. Bob's my friend Teresa's husband. So just so many great people were born on this day. And uh, happy birthday to all of you. And all right. Are we ready for my my perfect positive quote that I stole off the internet. I don't have a name that I can't pronounce. It's just quoteslifetime.com. So here it is. Positivity is to find goodness even in a bad condition. Thanks for being with me today, beautiful people. Hang in there. We will get through this. And until next time.